normally we like to be talking about something. Well, we don't like to be, yeah. but normally we're talking about something. But with everything going on, how it is, it's like we're both kind of everybody's kind of in their head right now trying to figure out what to do. And um, it's really weird. This whole coronavirus thing is really weird. But uh, we're coming at you guys. We're going to still come at you with content. Uh, welcome to Freedom Wire, by the way. Uh, your number one source for patriotic truth. Connor and Sean. Uh, Ryan, we can verify, does not have coronavirus today. Is it verified? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's verified at this point. Um, he, he is out of the office, but don't worry. This uh, The space is not empty forever. He will be back. Okay. So, yeah. So, just two of us. Just the two of us. Um, please take a moment. Again, please share this video. Before we do anything... Think about sharing this video because, again, we are kind of losing views. Uh, we went from thousands to hundreds. Um, we don't know what's going on, and uh, you guys can take a guess at what that may or may not be. I don't know. Could it be because we're conservatives? I don't know. Or could there be some kind of algorithm that's just kind of messing with us right now? So please share this video with everybody you know. That way we can uh, get people to watch it. Also, please like the video. Uh, if, but and subscribe to the uh, subscribe to the channel and hit the notifications bell. That way, you'll know whenever a new episode is up. Also, please comment on the video. We'd like to hear from you guys. Um, today, we're going to be talking about uh, Joe Biden and uh, his uh, the lie that he's a moderate. So, uh, if you have any, uh, I keep saying oh, a lot. I'm really not here. Got, got any insights? Any? Yeah. Any. Interesting perspectives. Perspe- we love to hear from you guys. Exactly. We we do read most, if not all, of the comments. And we so, love them, by the way. Yeah. So have, keep the conversation going. We love hearing what you have to say about it. Also, please sign up for the newsletter. Go to freedomwire.com. It's right there on the front page. You get two mailings a day of stories that are important to conservatives like us. Now, blah, blah, blah. Enough. Let's get out of this. <laughs> let's talk politics. Let, let, let's get us out of this funk. Um the Democrat debate last night, the empty hall Democrat debate that uh, Bernie and Joe Biden were uh, comfortably seated in. Six feet apart, so as not to infect one another. Um, but it, it does seem like there was one casualty, and that casualty was Bernie Sanders' hopes of winning the presidency at this point. Um, or at least the, the or, hopes or, of winning the nomination. Winning the nomination, <laughs> like... That, that was never in question here, but, um, yeah, it, this was basically his last chance to stop Biden. And according to uh, many people or many experts on it, including Ryan, who, who wrote an article about it, it's up on Freedom Wire right now, um, it was one of Biden's best debate performances so far, and Bernie did not keep up very well. Which is weird, because yeah. you would think, because so far... Bernie has been the more cognizant uh, candidate of and the he, two. He's been better at appealing to a crowd, but I think part of what it was, with no crowd, they <laughs> actually had to... Talk about know, the craziness yeah. that came I mean, out there, of his only, mouth. There was only two of them, and there was no applause breaks or anyone fishing for a soundbite to go viral. It was just two people talking, and for as, uh, you know cognitively impaired as Biden might be at times, his ideas sound better than Bernie's when you get right down to it. Right, so. right. And, and and that is what 
that was what I just wrote my article on, and, and you can read it soon. Um, or probably by the time you read this, you can read it on the, uh, or by the time we're done, you can read this on the website. Is I compared Biden and Bernie to a King Cobra and a Black Mamba. Bernie is a Black Mamba. Biden is a Cobra. Both are deadly. Both will kill you. The Black Mamba will kill you faster. That's the difference. That's what they're picking. That's what you're picking when you're picking between these two, a Black Mamba and a Cobra. Because yeah. both will take you out. And both are going to, both, both are poison for America or venom to America. See, the thing is, uh, Biden has always, even from the beginning, and even during all the times when his campaign was suffering, ran on, he's the moderate alternative. Uh, we have a lot of crazy radicals, like, you know, we had, or we have Sanders, we used to have Warren, uh, and then even people Beto. like Buttigieg and Beto O'Rourke, they were really far to the left, and Biden always, you know, had, had that platform of, I'm the moderate center of the Democratic Party. Um, that's not true. No. It, it showed that the fact that Biden is considered a centrist is a testament to how far left the party has shifted. Because and that's it, why that's why yeah. the, the the Cobra versus Mamba exactly. comparison. Yeah, you'll live a little bit longer by after being bit by the Cobra, but you're still you're you're still gonna die and you're gonna suffer. At least with the Black Mamba, the death is quick. You know, it's yeah. like come on, you know, and, and that was that's the lie that I that lie right there that Joe Joe Biden is a moderate. He is not a moderate. He is a leftist that is just not as far left. As Bernie Sanders. He's at the back of the pack of the radicals, basically. He He's not on the cutting edge of trying to embrace all-out socialism, but he is right there with everybody else in terms of crazy radical ideas. And as people have kind of gathered together around him with the intention of stopping Bernie Sanders, he's only gotten more radical. You saw, remember way back when, back when Beto O'Rourke was still a relevant name, uh, Beto and Biden could not stand each other. They they really went at it on the debate stage, and they you know talked about each other pretty frequently. Now that Beto's behind Biden, Biden has really adopted a lot of Beto's anti-gun policies. Where Beto was the gun grabber, like that was his. Well, and, and he's even he brought Beto on stage, said he's going to put him in charge of of his gun policy. Exactly. So now that people are throwing their support behind Biden, he's adopting a lot of their policies. He's saying he likes Elizabeth Warren's ideas and wants to put her in charge of economic stuff. Uh, he likes Beto's stances on. He guns. said she didn't have a plan. Yeah. Now, how do you go? How do you put support behind somebody you say does not have a plan? Now, in exchange for all their support against Bernie Sanders, he's willing to adopt whatever policies there is, and th- this is a thing that has. Uh, followed Biden all throughout his career, he flip flops on issues. Floppy all the time. Joe, he is Floppy Joe. Uh, you know, we call him, you know, Sleepy Joe. And I like Floppy. I've always liked Floppy Joe, just because it sounds like Sloppy Joe. And it's actually a policy argument as well. It's not just oh, he's old and sleepy. Like he huh. flip flops on policies. Go back all throughout his entire career, he doesn't really have a core stance on anything. He just takes whatever is the most the popular, popular stance. And, and, you know, and, and he said he wasn't going after guns, but we saw with the confrontation with the construction worker in Detroit. Which, if you haven't seen that, that's also Yeah, please look that up. Please, and watch the entire clip. You will see the real Joe Biden. Joe Biden told that guy, you're full of shit. 
That's a presidential candidate talking was, to a voter. Also said he was basically going to slap him in the face or like take it outside and they were going to fight. That's the last thing Joe Biden wants to do, first of all. Second of all, doesn't know what an AR-15 is. He called it an AR-14. He said, it's, it's one step down from the yeah, AR-15. He doesn't realize that him saying that is, yes, that's him coming after our guns. You don't, it's not on you to tell me what I cannot, cannot, can and cannot own. Sure, we don't, we understand machine guns are illegal. They should not be, but they are illegal. And we understand why they're illegal. But these semi-automatic assault rifles that they call, but they're not, there's no such thing as assault rifle, but these semi-automatic rifles that, um, look big and scary to them are like they don't they don't want meanwhile you can buy that same gun a hunting gun that's the fires the same rate at the same um same, the same, same caliber, caliber same everything but if it has a wooden stock that doesn't have a pistol grip it's totally acceptable yeah which is ridiculous yeah it, it just shows that people haven't actually researched the thing they're going after they just you know know what it looks like and they want to take it because it is scary to look at. Except now, now that everybody wants to buy a gun because things are getting weird out there. Yeah, yeah, that's that might be one of the things the coronavirus does that's good, actually. Yeah, it um, shows people how important that Second Amendment is. Yeah, you know, as, as any any disaster approaches, people are afraid of if everything falls apart, if it all hits the fan, how am I going to defend myself and my family? Just turns out owning a firearm is probably the best way to do that. But back to, you know, Biden's whole moderate thing. He's had this platform for so long of trying to push himself as, oh, I'm a moderate, I'm a moderate. And the problem is that people are buying it. And, and it, it's that thing where, you know, they're dragging people off the fence and taking them with them to the extreme ends. It happens on the right, too, if there's certain candidates who come along who are really over-the-top radical conservative, as weird as that sounds. Like, it takes people off the fence and pulls them to the extremes. So that's not where people want to be, but that's nobody where they wants, end up. Yeah. Nobody wants but to the be The left extreme. does, though. The left yeah. does seem to be want to be extreme. And, and he's not just as, as... Like, that part's not even the part that worries me. What worries me is his uh, view on fossil fuels and, and mm-hmm. America's uh, supremacy in the oil industry. He wants to stop fracking. Which a lot of them have the, the plan to stop fracking. And they, they can't tell you why. Most of them say it's for environmental reasons, like it's polluting drinking water and destroying... But it's not. The science is still (coughs) pretty inconclusive on that. They haven't actually reached a decision saying, hey... They were blaming the water in uh, Flint on the fracking, but 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 they... that, that That was debunked. That was debunked, but there have been other things where... And you know what? If, if there's a chance fracking is harming people's drinking water, let's keep looking into it and find a way to stop it. But fracking alone has allowed America to become energy independent, pretty much, or at least a, we a, are, and we a, are, a net exporter of oil. We are the number one producer of oil now because mm-hmm. of fracking. It's, it's allowing us to get out from under the thumb of the Russians and uh, the countries. And, the and OPEC the nations. OPEC yeah. nations and... It's eliminating uh, reliance on foreign and oil. And he wants to stop that, and he wants to stop all, drilling. All other drilling. Offshore, what offshore, is, doesn't what, matter. It's like, what are you talking about? You want to take us out of 
the game. He wants to put us back under the control of those OPEC nations of Russia. Talk about being a Russian, uh, not uh, not a puppet, but a Russian asset. You're that's what that is. If you if he stopped drilling, if he stopped fracking, he would put America back under Putin's control. If America needs to rely on other countries to get oil, which is essential at this point, then we we lose our independence in a way, like at least in certain aspects. We basically then give countries, which all the countries around the world that have oil that aren't us, are very hostile towards America. It's not like the Middle Eastern countries love the U.S. all that much. Sure, the, the oil conglomerates and everything love our money, but the people there don't like us all that much. So we hand them leverage to where... Okay, someone wants to hurt America, they just have to go blow up an oil field. And suddenly, America has lost a pretty significant source of, of fuel. For they, sure. They, they've done it before. Um, yeah, we saw that during the uh, first Iraq war with uh, when they were burning the oil fields as they as they moved through. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, I'm drawing a blank on the uh, Kuwait. Yeah. So it, it doesn't matter whether, you know, these... Uh, these companies want to sell us their oil or not. People go destroy the oil. They have nothing left to offer, and the United States is kind of left high and dry because we destroyed our own infrastructure to harvest that ourselves. And what to me what's even more disturbing is him following AOC down this Green New Deal path. Um, the fact that he wants to, and there's nothing wrong. Like, I'm all for high-speed rail. Don't get me wrong. I think we should have that. But his him adding, taking millions of cars yeah. off of the American highways. No, we we we. Um, there's one thing Americans hold. There's a few things Americans hold sacred: our guns, our liquor, and our cars. As stereotypical as it is, it's very true. But the thing with the trains is that yeah, let, let's get high speed trains going. That would be awesome. But you can't remove someone's ability to have freedom a, a car because it, a like it limits their freedom to move wherever they want and then also trains don't go everywhere and they don't go when when you need yeah, them so, to go so what are you supposed to do like you walk to a train station and then it drops you off somewhere well what if there's not a train station for five miles from your office are you just supposed to then walk or uber get, catch an uber which is a car on the road that yeah would need to be there anyway but no. it, it, it doesn't work in practice. And, you know, just like, you know, you want to eliminate all the fossil fuels, but you won't embrace uh, nuclear energy. It just shows like they're clearly not thinking through the effect that these plans would have on the country. And and th that to me, it's like, well, wait a second. Everybody was ridiculing this Green New Deal when it came out because it was craziness. But now they're, it's like more and more I see the left embracing the craziness. And it's like she, w she was the catalyst, mm -hmm. almost one of the catalysts to, to like start. She, she's like that new age uh, liberal, but like, and everybody was making fun of it. And, but slowly but surely they're coming around to her way of thinking. And you keep seeing it more and more. You keep saying this Green New Deal, Green New Deal, Green New Deal. The backlash to that was not to t or not to uh, do the opposite, but to just tone it down a little bit. You know, like, okay, we don't need to overhaul every single building 
in the country because that's impossible. But let's uh, let's do like a few of them, and you know, like that. That's a good idea. We don't have to eliminate all air travel, but you know, let's uh, let's try to cut back on uh, the use of airplanes and everything, and go to well, no. go, go to trains. Like, no. Let's not. We don't. We can't cut back until they find a viable fuel source other than fossil fuels. We can't cut back. We there's a reason why there are this many. There are as many flights as there are in America. Like we we can't. There's no reason to cut back. What we need is we need to incentivize innovation. Mm-hmm. Throwing the modern world back to the Stone Age is not going to solve anything. Because the the solution to it is to keep going and we're okay, keep using gasoline burning cars up until we get some sort of standardized electric cars. Yes. Like if you remove all the industry and infrastructure necessary to build, you know, like whatever the the next successor to Tesla is gonna be, where okay, now all cars are electric and the uh, the fuel system there is is viable it can you know go long distances without having to stop and be charged every few hundred miles it can actually be a viable replacement then you get rid of all the fuel burning cars right it's not to okay we're just going to take all cars off the road and everyone has to ride a train well here's what it is is the solution is never take away it's add we need to add innovation bottom line and Joe, Joe, I almost said Joe Rogan. Joe Biden doesn't seem to understand this. He, he seems to be in that take away, take away, take away. We cannot do that. That's, that's regressive. I don't care what they say. That is not progress, progressive. That is regressive. Anytime we take anything away from, from Americans that we don't have, there's not a replacement for, that is regressive. Mm-hmm. And we're not asking them to give us a replacement. We just want to be left with the freedoms to make our own replacement. Right. Like, we are perfectly capable as, not even just as Americans, but kind of the world in general with, with a lot of, or at least, you know, lots of places in the developed world can come up with these viable solutions, but we're just not willing to embrace it. And, you know, uh, changing track a little bit here on something else Biden talked about at the debate was uh, his new policy on uh, illegal immigration, he basically promised, you know, in his first 100 days, there will be no more deportations of anybody. Then following that 100 days will only be already previously convicted felons who will be deported. And he's basically turned the entire country into a sanctuary city, according to that plan. And what that means is, um, you know, police organizations will be ordered not to cooperate with ICE. Um, but he didn't address anyone who was arrested like prior to that hundred days, so those people will just be held indefinitely without trial and without any sort of sentencing or release. So, you know, they just get to sit in jail for an extra hundred days until somebody decides what to do with them. So, oh, Joe Biden, Joe, Joe, Joe. It, 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 what's the end game here? Like, what are they trying to accomplish? Well, he he's trying to appeal to them because he's he has to meet Bernie in the middle. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is happening. Bernie's over here. He's over here. He can't. Bernie's not coming this way, so he's got to go that way. He's got to go further left in order to meet Bernie in the middle. And it's it's a terrible it's a terrible 
well, it's not a terrible move politically, but it, it is a terrible thing to see that he's not the moderate that everybody expected him to be. Yeah. And b- between, you know, his, his fake status as a moderate, and I've also heard him accurately described as the mac and cheese candidate, he's basically comfort food for the Democratic base after a long time of, you know, what Democrats see as political upheaval under Trump, and even before a little bit, towards the tail end of Obama, um, you know, with the way the party has moved and how everything's going, Biden is a nice little politics-as-usual type guy who makes them feel comfortable. Like, okay, this is something we're familiar with. It's not too far out there. So him hyping up the fact that, oh, I'm a moderate, I'm a moderate, you can, you know, trust me to keep things the way they are, That that's what is, uh, I think, in large part driving his momentum here. And that's why it's dangerous, because it's not actually built on anything. No, it, it's, it's smoke and mirrors. Exactly. Well, um, there you guys have it. There is no moderate in the race. There's only extremists. And, and slightly less extremists. Well, I was going to and I was going to say and radicalized extremists. Mm, <laughs> There's extremists and radicalized extremists. So please let us know what you think. Do you think Joe Biden is an extremist? Comment below. Also, please like the video, comment on the video, subscribe to the podcast. That way we know, uh, or, and hit the notifications bell. That way you'll know anytime a new episode is up, but more importantly than anything, please share this video. We need to get our views up. We, the world needs some more conservative voices and this is what they're getting. We're, we're, we're fighting our way back. Um, you know, due in large part to you guys helping us out with the, the views and the shares and everything, but, uh, keep it going. You know, it's a, it's a constant grind here. We can't just, you know, do it once and, think we're yeah. good like it, it, it is a battle for it's us. a constant battle and 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 uh we can't do it without you guys and keep up the good work yes and we thank you guys always for your support also don't forget sign up for the free newsletter that uh you can get do it right there on the freedom wires front page freedomwire.com you get two mailings a day of important stories that are important or that are relevant to conservatism and the conservative in America and why it's important. Um, yeah. Uh, one more thing before we end. Tomorrow is some of the, the final primary elections. So uh, who knows, maybe tomorrow afternoon or by the end of the week, we'll see Bernie suspend his campaign. Because uh, I don't he, think he will. Uh, I don't know if he'll suspend it, but I think he's going to get creamed. He's got He's up for... Uh, all the delegates in Florida tomorrow, and I don't think Florida's going to go too well for him. Yeah. So, odds are. Should be interesting. Odds are, if you were to look at that Magic 8 ball, his, 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 uh, his road to Green Bay, or uh, is it Green? Not Green Bay. Where is it? It's Anyway, his road to Wisconsin, Milwaukee. His road to Milwaukee. Not, not likely. It's not, it's not covered in cheese. Exactly. So, <laughs> if you can. Go out and vote, but watch out for the coronavirus, so be smart about it. And remember, the coronavirus did not kill Jeffrey Epstein. And (laughs) the Clintons may have killed Jeffrey Epstein. (laughs) And as always, stay safe and stay free, America.